also, I have a, an extra um, special surprise for you for this podcast today. Say, kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Do-do-do. Sweet. How many podcasts do you know have theme songs? All your favorites? I think most podcasts have theme songs. Not the Doughboys. Do they not have one? I don't know. I think they have a little sounder at the beginning. But we're <laughs> we're nowhere near that level of <laughs> podcasting. Ooh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Becoming a Doctor, a podcast where two, two medical graduates, two doctors, two MDs. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god! Think about that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Talk about the only thing we ever talk about. Being doctors? <laughs> we got to change this whole intro. Oh, boy. This is weird. <laughs> I'm your host, Santana Sanchez. No, try that again. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'll say it. He's your host, Dr. Sanchez. Mm-hmm. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Gale. Dr. Gale in the house. <laughs> uh, check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, www.becomingadoctorpod.com yep. and on Twitter at becomingadocpod. Send us your emails at kevinjgale at gmail.com. Are you going to get that updated? You got that. What Dr. Kevin J. Gale? <laughs> Should I see if it's taken? <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump right into it. What do we got today? I mean, I think that whole confusing intro kind of is a great segue to our first segment. Great segue. Graduation from medical school debrief. Wow. So there a, I was. Do you have a sounder for that? Uh. This was how I went. Try again? This was how I went. Well, I don't know about that That's one. That's how I felt the whole time <laughs> I was graduating. Okay, take me back. Take me back. It was uh, Cinco de Mayo? No. May 6th. Seis de Mayo. A beautiful May day. It was gorge. High of 73. Uh, not a cloud in the sky. Not a cloud. It was hot, hot, hot. We basically stood around in our regalia, um, you know, gown and headgear. I don't know what that thing is called. Cap and gown. Cap. <laughs> but they have special names. Oh, yeah, probably. Because it wasn't a, It wasn't your square boy. No, not it at all. It was round? What we'll do is post a picture of us on our Twitter. Yeah, we'll for... totally do that. <laughs> Just like we uh, all everything else we posted on Twitter. Yeah, you can check it out. Uh, becoming a doc at becoming a doc pod. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll put some photos up there. Some cute ones. Yeah, so we took a big class photo. Everybody's sweating. Yeah, uh, it was at Northrop Auditorium at couple... the University of Minnesota, which is the largest auditorium they have on campus. Is it? Yeah. Whoa. And so it was going to be a huge ceremony. Unlimited guests, family and friends. And all all the graduates get there right before the ceremony for this huge picture. Well, basically. we got there two hours before the ceremony. Yeah, exactly. Was it two hours? Ninety hour minutes? hour and a half. Ninety yep. minutes. Don't want to exaggerate. So too they much. take a picture of the entire class, all two hundred and forty-ish. Everybody's us. dying of heat stroke. A couple people collapse, <laughs> and then they take a picture. And a lot of parents are in the background taking pictures too. Mm-hmm. And then they take a picture of. We have more time with pictures before ceremony with friends. Then mm-hmm. we have a Twin Cities photo then we have yep a duluth photo so far this is a really boring breakdown yeah yeah then yeah. we process in and then it's the graduation ceremony the commencement well you missed the part where we got to stand in line for 30 minutes oh yeah outside while we're waiting to file in stand in line who are you standing next to you who know are you? i'm at the front of the s's so i'm standing with the last r uh jenna rugario yes friend of the pod yep uh and, and chris santilli number two s but who are you, I mean, like you're standing in line, but we can kind of walk around. Nope. Were you were you chit chatting with anyone else from the S's or R's? No way. I was right where I was meant to be, <laughs> right in position. I was actually directing traffic for the for the staff there. Like Jake Reshitar, get back in line. What are you doing in the K's? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am. Um, 
I was thankfully in the G's with Rachel Gottlieb. Oh, friend of the pod. A few spots away from us, but we were a bit mostly BSing together, mm. shooting the shit. Wow. Clowning, as they would say. They would. Anyway, so then we go in, we sit around, yep. we get, uh, we, what do we, what do we do? We get a thing, a hood? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, which is really like a scarf. There's like five speeches. Oh, yeah. And then whatever. after all that, then they go, okay, you all are conferred your diploma. Sure. And then we walk across one by one, all 240 of us. Yeah, that was a fun part. To hood us. Hood, which is not a hood, it's a scarf. It's a scarf. It's a fancy scarf saying we got our MD. Yeah, and then we did it. And then you immediately have to turn your cap, gown, and hood because you don't get to keep it all. Well, you didn't have to immediately. <laughs> no, you're you right. You could keep it for up to a week. <laughs> for like pictures and stuff. Yeah. We both immediately gave it up. Yep. And how did you feel when you were walking across? Were you nervous? Did you think you were going to fall? I thought you... somebody would fall, but nobody did. Yeah, no falls. That was awesome. I did think I got the biggest cheer, so I was pretty <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. I do remember you getting a pretty good sized cheer. They said, no cheering, please. Hold your applause. First person comes up. <laughs> Enormous applause. <laughs> <laughs> so then my family was like, oh, you think that was big? And then when I went across, I don't think there was any cheering. I only heard one little thing. Wow. <laughs> I heard it. Wow. I heard a couple boos <laughs> when you were up there. <laughs> Boo. Oh, hilarious. Just kidding. People Just were kidding. happy. Um, and I was also kidding. I don't think I got the biggest cheers. I think uh, Hamdi got the biggest cheer. It was like deafening. That was awesome. It was insane. And I remember Kowatin got a good cheer. Yeah, but not as good. Not as good as Hamdi, for sure. But anyways, that took the whole commencement took two hours. It was, yeah, <laughs> flew by. <laughs> a lot of speeches. We should talk about this. We Kevin, sh- you should have given a speech. Well, we should. there's a couple things we could break down. A, the class president is supposed to give a speech. Yeah. And you, where, where was he? <laughs> Post match, where is Kevin? With the shocking news of going to UW, scrambling to find a career for my partner, I was not in the headspace to give a speech, so I politely declined. This just in: Kevin is going to Madison. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was like. <laughs> and so, the shocking news. <laughs> so I didn't give a speech. In plus. I also was on the, the the ongoing high of you and I doing Match Day, hosting Match Day, when we did such a phenomenal Oh, yeah. Job. You didn't want to drop Anything I do after that is going to be downhill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a fact. If there was a chance for you and I to speak together at commencement, <laughs> I would have taken it. I would have said, yeah, okay, we're in. Oh, um, boy. So then uh, the student council president, mm. also the class president of the Duluth campus for the first two years, he spoke. Yeah, he and did great. He did great, right? Did a great job. He was... Serious in some parts. He was funny in some parts. Yep. Um, and it was like a some really good summary of what happened in our med school. Yes. Like online classes for COVID or our steps, our step uh, test getting rescheduled. Yeah. I mean, all of you pod listeners, you already know we've been talk. We have almost fifty hours of content. He boiled it down. Yeah. Exactly. Tight five. Tight ten. Tight ten. It was awesome. So Mitchell did, and then. You know the saga. I don't know if I ever talked about it in the pod. I had to find the commencement keynote speaker. Had to, yeah, one that, of your responsibilities. For some that's reason, that's a class president responsibility. And I reached out to Lizzo. Uh, I reached out to... Oh, yeah, get a sounder. I reached out to Carl Anthony Times. <laughs> Keep going. Who else? I reached out to Whoopi Goldberg. What? I would reach out What? To, Hang on. Did you think that she was going to say yes? You never know. That's you, true. It can't hurt to reach out. Never say never. I reached out to Jimmy Kimmel. I reached out to Suni Lee. That would have been dope. That would have been dope. Carl Anthony Towns would have been dope. I reached out to Joe Maurer. That one hurts. Hometown hero. <laughs> you think some of these people. Hometown hero. Um, I didn't reach out to any Vikings players. No. Good. Uh, Fauci. I, I reached Fa- out to Kirk Cousins. Known no, anti-vax. Uh, Anthony Fauci. <laughs> No way. Will uh Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Al Franken. <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have uh, been interesting. Um I probably reached out to twenty people and each with a Oh, who was the cross country skier? I for, already got it, forgot her name. Diggins? Jesse Diggins. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is what I, this is what I, after all that, this is what I said to Kevin. You blew it! <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it was like crushing to me. Yeah, it really was. I really was feeling for you. But then at the 11th hour. Well, let's tell the story on the podcast. Oh. I've told it to you before, but Sarah Letterman, one of our peers, Dr. Letterman, I should say. Mm-hmm. She just graduated with us. She worked on a manuscript. Uh, this story. During medical school. Eight hours <laughs> later. She worked on a <laughs> manuscript with our with a guy named Andy Slavitt. Ever heard of him? <laughs> Andy Slavitt was part of the Obama administration. Uh on something or other. Obamacare. Thank you. Ever heard of it? He was part of the COVID action panel. Ever heard of it? Uh, he's been all over Washington, D.C. and policy and politics. Yeah, healthcare. A Minnesota. Consultant. Minnesota guy. Minnesota and so Sarah brand. knew him well. And I asked Sarah originally if she had any connections, and the first person she said was Andy Slavitt. Makes sense. And I was like, that, that would be good. Um, let me check around. So I reach out to Lizzo, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, then, know. like you said, in the 11th hour, Sarah Letterman came through. Andy Slavitt came through. And he did a great He did a great job. Yeah. Yep. Great speech. Yep. 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 And yep. then he also looked super angry th- throughout the whole ceremony, which I loved. I thought that was really good. <laughs> well, his speech was more on the angry side, angry with the healthcare industry. Like his theme of the speech was be. Be a rebellious doctor. Exactly. Like, rebel against the system. Rebel against the large pharmaceuticals. Um, and so his speech had kind of angry undertones to it, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was angry before his speech. I think he was taking... I think he was still writing the details of his speech because he was, like, taking notes the, whole, the first hour. angry. <laughs> and then afterwards, I saw some pictures of Sarah and Andy Slavitt. He looked... He looked uh, exuberant, enthusiastic. I believe it. Which I believe was nice it. to see. Yeah, no, his speech was great. I really, really liked it. Um, okay, so then there's some speeches, and then we went outside into the hot, hot sun to go yes. with more photos. More photos. That's, I mean, is there anything else to break down here? No, I mean, that is how we graduated. <laughs> we became doctors. Yes, and ever since then, whenever Kevin goes to a restaurant, he always corrects the staff. They say, Mr. Gale, no, no, this no, no. <laughs> poor little 15-year-old working her first job comes Dr. over. Dr. Gale. <laughs> he makes her cry. <laughs> so anyways, the the long story longer, you have to rewrite the intro to our podcast. I do, yeah. I really do. We have to, we have to update the website. Oh, wow. We have to update the podcast site. Oh, this is a lot of work. A lot of work. Supposed yeah. to be on a vacation. Getting the degrees. Yes, and then uh, one day later, my degree was officially confirmed Conferred. via email. Or confirmed. I don't know. Synonyms, the, they would say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Oh, wait, wait, no, one more thing. Oh, boy. Then you head out to the Dominican Republic the next day. Dominican Republic. Yes. The next day. You come back, and uh. we were official MDs at that point. Yeah. Did you notice that there were any diplomas in our the pod HQ? I did. Where were they? All over. <laughs> I had There's printed like out 25 diplomas four in copies here. of the diploma, framed them, put one in Santana and Franny's bedroom, put one in the hallway, put one in the guest bedroom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just made you, made you smile, made right? Made me chuckle. <laughs> you were looking around and you were like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost I think I that's exactly what I said. That's your reaction a lot of time for things that I'm doing. Wow. We're like you're like, we're driving thirty minutes to a mini golf course. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Well that's about sums it up. We yes. became doctors officially. Yeah, officially. But the journey's not over. No, so be- becoming a doctor is never over. It's a lifelong pursuit until you retire. And truly we have our MDs, and deservedly so, right? We worked hard to get into med school. We worked hard during med school at some points. Hard enough. Um, but to really become a doctor will be during after intern year, second year, third year. And I'm excited. So the podcast continues and the journey continues. Well said. And now it's... Time to go mobile. <laughs> Let's get our guest on the line. Let's get our guest on the line. Who's our guest this week? Doctor. Oh. Lucy Witchell. Time to go mobile. 
Uh, also one of our peers. Yes. Just graduated. Recent grad. A week and a half ago. Um, one of the first people I met. Oh, no way. In med school. Yeah, day one. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. We had some mutual friends from Madison, the piano bar. Wow. I'm just stolen for time as we call her. Time to go mobile. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> time to go. Wow. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello, Dr. Witchell. Oh, hello, Dr. Sanchez and Dr. Gail. Uh, Lucy, look at us. Oh. Just a trio of docs. Lucy, have you used that um, title to get anything free so far? Nothing free yet, but I did buy a plane ticket the other day, and it asked for, like, a prefix, and I did put in the doctor prefix. Let's go! Ooh, la, la. I was like, yeah, we can do that. We can definitely do that. I told, um, I told Santana the the night... Uh, my the d- night my degree was conferred, I was at the Wild Game, and they asked for a name, and Danny was with me, and she said, "Oh, you can put it under Doctor Gale," <laughs> and I and they like gave us a look like, "Who are these people?" And I I explained, I was like, "Oh, I just got my degree today, I'm so excited," <laughs> and they were really enthusiastic, and then they gave me twelve dollar free nachos. That's amazing. That is you amazing. absolutely deserve that. Santana, any freebies so far? No, in fact, I've been charged extra. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at Are they trying to come and collect here. those student loans early? <laughs> yeah. Wait, Santana, have you even used the prefix like Lucy? Uh, no, I don't think I have. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. My degree, I think I lost in the mail. Hopefully, it'll. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping one of these days it'll turn up. Well, I didn't get my f- degree physically handed to me, but I have. Like I, they said, it was on the way. It's oh. coming. It's lost. It's in the mail right now. Yeah, I'm sure it's on the way. It's in the mail. Totally. I sent it to my dad's house, so hopefully that means it'll make it to me and not like get lost in like an apartment <laughs> mailbox or something. I don't know. I don't even know if it would fit in my apartment mailbox. Oh, okay. it, it's know. it won't. It's eleven by fourteen, and you can't fold. That's quite it. large. Ooh. <laughs> um. Anyway, so who is Doctor Lucy Witchell? Tell us the little brief intro. Oh, who am I? So. I guess I'll kind of use the fun facts that I used on the interview trail because why not? So I, so I grew up in Minnesota, but uh, my whole family is actually from New York. And the only reason that I grew up in Minnesota is because my dad's best friend from college said, "Hey, you should move to Minnesota," and he did. So um, that's whole story. Yep, whole story in that. And so I've always been kind of raised as this like East Coast transplant in the Midwest. Um, and so many people are like, oh, that makes a lot of sense why you don't like just typically have the like Minnesota, like nice passive aggressive um, way of life that many Minnesotans do. And I'm like, yes, that is correct. Um, but I went to Madison for undergrad before med school. I did an AmeriCorps year out in Philadelphia and learned to love that city and then came back here for med school. Um, and now I will be off to Boston for internal medicine residency coming up. Um, I'm doing and I'm going to be interested in working with immigrants and refugees. That's a big thing that I love um, in terms of like underserved populations. That is like I just I love working with them. It's the most rewarding type of population for me. And I'm excited about that for my career. Otherwise, fun things. I have an absurd amount of houseplants, mm. um, which I recently had to sell mm. approximately two thirds of them, which Ooh, is really quite rip. sad. Actually, yeah, I know. Um, and then I love going out to eat with I feel it is a passion to spend money on going out to restaurants. And really, all anybody has to do to convince me to go is simply ask. Damn, um, I'm asking you right now to take me and pay for me at Manny's. Uh, do you I can't ex- do, do that. Ex- <laughs> I can't. I no, 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 no. I will go with you and I'll split the bill without any uh, how about consolation. Card, how about credit card roulette if we go together? <laughs> See, I don't respect myself or my credit card bill, and so we just like are gonna hope that this salary soon really helps me out. Um, Lucy, do but, you remember? Yeah. I was just telling Santana the story. Do you remember you, me, and Adam Neepkins being in the day one yes. icebreaker group? Wow. Oh, I sure do. What was the icebreaker? I sure do. The icebreaker was we would tell each other. Like I would tell Adam facts about Lucy would tell me facts about oh, herself. Oh yeah, and then we had to repeat it. And so I did Lucy. And then Adam. I don't remember what he told you though. Do you remember Adam? What Adam told yes, us? Yes, I remember he talked about a bar in St. Louis. Yeah, he talked about it because Adam and I connected over a bar where you get 
penny pitchers on Wednesdays. That's what we talked about. Is that real? Yeah. How many pennies? Back in the day. I think it was a penny. A penny pitcher. Wow. That's insane. Um, they and, really must not have a lot to do. And Lucy, I didn't know this, that you were thinking about uh, immigrant and refugee health care. Minnesota mm-hmm. would have been a great spot to land, right? We have a high, a high uh, percentage of immigrants that come into the, the state. Mm-hmm. That is true. And Hennepin honestly ended up far higher on my list than I anticipated it to because that program was like perfect for me for that. But I'm I'm so, so, so excited to be going to Boston. That was like very high on my list. Um, and Love I think it'll be a great it. Yeah. So and it'll be good. Going with one of your built-in friends. Built-in yes, friends. Yes, Maxwell Utes. Dr. Maxwell Utes. Friend of the pod. Um so very excited about that. That's so exciting. Uh, I'm so excited for you. Bastard. Thank you guys. I'm so excited for you guys. Santana, you're gonna go thrive in Colorado mm. with a couple classmates. And oh, yeah. Kevin, you get to go back to Badgerland. I'm so jealous. Back to your stomping grounds. Back to my stomping grounds and yours too. Yeah, I did live there for a year before med school. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, Danny and I are going to play at the piano bar once a week for like an hour, which is going to be That's awesome. That's incredible. It is I gonna, love that. It's going to be a nice balance uh, to everything else we're doing medical. That's going to be so sick. You're going to thrive. Good intro, Lucy, though. that's a, That was a very solid intro. I thank you. Um, it was a little ad libbed from and less put together than like me presenting myself on interview day, so that people would like want to give me a job. But <laughs> yeah, we, you're rusty. You know, <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, it was because when you texted me like, "Who are you?" I was like, "Oh God, I don't know." Who am I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who am I? Lucy had an identity um, crisis in the past 30 minutes. <laughs> I really did. Like, who am I? But yeah, so that's me. Um, second question. What are you doing question. now that you've graduated in between this and residency? Mm. So I have... So that's a two-part question. So I actually finished in end of January. And so oh. I've been off for a lot of months. Sheesh. And so my first, my first two months off... I spent full time dog sitting. Oh. Um, and so I saved a lot of money. Awesome. And then um, in April, I um, went to Spain and Portugal for 12 days with another fellow classmate doctor, Dr. Victoria Charpentier. Um, and, then, um, and then I came back and have been dog sitting again. And now on Wednesday, I'm going to Thailand for two weeks. Oh my God. Whoa. We're living. For it. You are living the dream. Dogs plus travel. I, what more do you need yes, in life? It, I am really quite pleased about it. I am <laughs> a little I'm a little nervous because I'm kind of cutting it close on the back half of this. And if I I just simply cannot get stuck with COVID in Asia, I don't thank you. I do not have time for that because mm. I have to drive across the country, as many of us do. Mm. Um so but we're just gonna hope for the best. Yeah, just um, wear a little I mask. Also, yeah, exactly. Also, I have a, an extra um, special surprise for you for this podcast today. Um, Dr. Taylor Wickland just hopped into my car. Oh. Dr. Taylor Wickland. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Dr. Wickland has entered the chat. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Dr. Taylor Wickland, first question, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, who am I? I'm... Dr. Taylor Wickland. <laughs> hey. Just finished just finished up uh, medical school at the University of Minnesota and I'm off to the University of Washington for plastic surgery in a short month here. Congratulations. It's it sounds like you both on it sincerely like are are very happy with the results of match and residency. Oh, that's correct. Yes, that's correct. Oh, yes. Um both of us cried a lot that weekend. A lot of happy tears. Happy um, tears. Um, a lot of happy tears. And Taylor, yes. uh, getting into plastic surgery is no small feat, I would say. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was a wild ride. <laughs> long ride. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, a long ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was. It was. Um, a, I. I was nervous. I thought it was a bit of a stretch. I ended up dual applying also in general surgery because it was just such a. It's such a competitive process. Um, but, and, and quite frankly, some days I have no idea how I pulled this off, but I <laughs> could not be more excited. <laughs> Love to hear it. And then I think the plastic surgery matches are Tom, Jade, and you. Oh, sorry. Someone tried to hit me. Drive safe. Sorry. Drive safety first on this podcast. Safety first. Uh-huh. Is that right? Is it three of you or is anyone else going into plastic surgery? I think it's, it's just the three of us from our class, me, Jade, and Tom. The big three. Congrats. Yeah. All right. That mo- this is a perfect transition getting in the car because we want to hear both of your guys' favorite med school memories. And while Lucy goes, Taylor, you start brainstorming. Okay. So I think this, I was thinking about this question and I have a couple like different avenues I can take for it. I can give like an overall favorite type of memory or I can give like an instance that is one of my favorite times. We want the instance that is your favorite time. We want the instance. Yeah. Okay. So. At the end of first, like first semester, first year finals week, it was another one of our classmates, Dr. Jillian Malares, her birthday. And she mm-hmm. and it was during finals and like so she like did, said she didn't want to do anything, whatever. So we threw her a huge surprise thing like at my apartment in the middle of finals week. And I have never seen someone that surprised in her entire <laughs> life. She literally fell to the floor like actually fell. She says that that is how she passed the anatomy final because she was reminded what the sympathetic nervous system does. Um, <laughs> and um, the every like the, everyone who was there was just like so happy and just enjoying like truly pulling off an excellent surprise. Um, and it was just so fun. And I think it really encapsulates like just, you know, the friendships and like everything and Aww. just really a lot of fun all at once. So sweet. And so- who was there? Corey, Lucy, Jillian, Sruthi. Mm-hmm. Greta. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Max was there. Nuan was there. Taylor was there. Uh, was, Alex Benson and Kayla Murphy were there. Was Nuisha was there. there? What? Was Nuisha there? Nuisha was there, but before they were Nuisha. <laughs> pre Nuisha. Yeah. Is Nuisha the couple name that we're going with? Yes, that oh, yeah. is the couple name we're going with. I love it. They hate it. I love it. <laughs> They'll come around. Um, They'll come around. They'll come around. Um, that's a sweet memory though and like just because she was so shocked and surprised was she was so shocked it was like I watch I get like a reminder on my phone every year for like that video and it cracks me up every time like the same amount (laughs) send it over we're gonna post it to the podcast I mean to the Twitter to the Twitter page I will absolutely she, do that. She looks like uh, she's gonna have a heart attack. She does. That's correct. <laughs> Wait, Santana, were you there? I don't remember. I was not there. Uh, okay. I think you or she showed me the video the next day. Yeah, um, we're gonna. I think I think I'm an official university vehicle. What do you guys think? I think so. Hundred percent. Park park where okay. you want. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Okay. Excellent and, news. And and speaking of Jillian, she's also going to the state of Washington. That's Taylor. true. She is. She is. We'll be in Seattle together. That's so cool. Oh, also, friend of the pod, Danielle Tran. Also. Yes. Wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. wow. She'll be there too. Let me send over while Taylor answers her part of the question. And Paul McClure, future Paul guest. McClure. All right. Yes, Paul McClure, the best of the best. Taylor, favorite memory. <laughs> Go. Oh my gosh. Okay. I will. I don't feel like I've had enough time, but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so as of right now, uh, my favorite memory, I think in med school is actually like kind of unrelated to med school. It was more of an escape from med school after taking step one. Um, when me and one of our other classmates, Dr. Christina Derrigan, um, went on our big long hike of the superior hiking trail, oh, um, a couple sweet. hundred miles in Northern Minnesota. Um, that was, that was a big one. That was at like, just trying to sort of reclaim some sort of feeling like a person again after the demoralizing experience that is studying for step one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So a couple, I I have my map in front of me, a couple hundred miles. What was the trek? Where did you go from? We from, We went from just north of Duluth up until we were going to, uh, potentially try and get to the Canadian border, but we a little bit short of that and ended up going maybe like. 220 miles oh my god oh my gosh and Um, and hiked and camped and stuff 
hiked and camped, backpacked, had a couple of fly along the way, but mostly just kind of like carried everything we needed on our back. Um, had a couple of fun encounters, one of like bear, luckily no mama bear around. Um, a baby but bear? it was really good. So you a said? bear, yeah. Oh my gosh. Or a cub, I guess then. A cub would be the word I'm... Yeah, I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. Um, baby bear. <laughs> that's probably the that's best... That's so dope. Taylor, that's probably the best memory of anyone in med yeah, school the right heck? there. <laughs> well... I also don't know who would, who else would go on a three week long and poop in a hole for three weeks, but like, <laughs> still really cool. That is exactly what we did have to do. We did dig holes, poop in holes sometimes. So I don't think that's everyone's idea of fun, but we had a great. <laughs> and I it, enjoyed watching along the way. You'll never forget it, honestly. <laughs> uh, Certainly not, Lucy Certainly Taylor. Not. I'm going to Machu Picchu in. In less than a week, hiking to Machu Picchu. In you Peru. are you are breaking up a little bit. What? Happened? Oh, can you hear us? Where are you? Are you in like some underground parking garage right now, Lucy? No, I'm above ground. I have five bars with my new phone. Okay, so <laughs> not me. Uh, Danny and I are traveling to Peru to hike Machu Picchu, and it's her first camping experience. What do you think? What tips do you have for her? Her first, her first international trip. Should I call back on regular phone? You just started cutting out, Kevin. Hold on. I'll call you right back. Oh, technical difficulties. What is going on, Santana? Hello? Can you hear us? Yes. Hello. Much better. Wow. Excellent news. After Taylor's three-week trek, I was going to tell you guys, Danny and I are going to Peru to hike Machu Picchu. And, oh, so fun. And this oh. is her first time camping. So what advice do you have for her? Yeah, ask Taylor, not me. Oh. Um, <laughs> Lucy, you don't have any you don't have any advice? I like toilets a lot. How, <laughs> how long is how long is the like the journey? Like is it like a couple days? Is it like a week? Four day, three night hike. Four day, three night hike. Okay. No so, restrooms. No bathrooms. It's really unfortunate. No restrooms. No. Okay. So, um, I would say like four days. You can still kind of feel like a person. So, like, bring little, bring like you can bring like little comfort things from home that'll make you feel better, like deodorant hmm. or like little like body wipes or something to like freshen up in the morning. Okay. Um, that'll make you feel better. I feel like past past like five days out camping, you just really need to like embrace the stink. Mm. Um, but within <laughs> like a five day period, you can kind of still feel like a person. Um, so bring little things that will like help you feel good about just like living out in the woods for a while. Oh. Um, and then I love um, like a tiny little journal to write in at night. You just have like when you're out hiking and like out in the wilderness, it's my experience at least that you just like you have so much time to think that we don't normally have because we're so plugged in um, that it's really, really nice to be able to write those down and sort of process those and then think about them later when you're like back in the real world. So you can kind of sort of reflect back on the piece wow. that you had out hiking that That's I feel like is rarely found elsewhere. Amazing advice. Amazing advice. <laughs> Did you guys know that she's a doctor? <laughs> she's Dang. actually really smart. <laughs> I like to I like to pretend like I'm smart. I like to use big words while I'm talking, so I feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good favorite memories, though. I like it. Danny's gonna be walking in the woods. <laughs> do, 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 do. And what? Do, 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 do. Why am I with KG? <laughs> Write it down. She's gonna have too much time to contemplate why she's dating me. Santana's <laughs> saying. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to cut it short by a couple days. This is why I always keep activities with Santana <laughs> so he doesn't move out at any moment. <laughs> okay, last question. Uh, last, oh, and thank you. Uh, Lucy just sent us the video, so we're going to post it to Twitter right after this. Oh, yeah. Uh, last question. Controversial take. Hot take. Lucy, what is the, the most con- most opinionated, get the blood boiling, something good? <laughs> okay, so um, I, I did take a... I took some time to think about this. Um, so, Kate, you know that trend that was like rolled ice cream where they like put the ice cream on like a frozen thing and they like roll it up? Yeah, for like, sure. 
rolled ice cream is stupid. Rolled ice cream, <laughs> rolled ice cream is a waste of space. That is not ice cream. It literally just like pounds out all the like creamy goodness of ice cream, freezer burns it, and then rolls <laughs> it up. And people are like, oh my God, it's so cool. It's disgusting. That is not ice cream. And it's trash. I will say this opinion comes very strongly because in college I worked at an ice cream shop for four years. And like, it's that's just not ice cream. And it, like, if you want ice cream that tastes good, you can get trendy ice cream that looks and tastes good. And rolled ice cream is dumb. Rolled ice cream <laughs> is an abomination. Dumb. It's, it's not ice cream. It's literally purposefully freezer burning thin layers of ice cream. Like, why? Why would you want that when you want something like rich and creamy and delicious? You're literally freezer burning all of the ice cream. <laughs> Idiots. Dang. I mean. Idiots. I didn't think you could get this this controversial opinion on ice cream, but you are bringing it. <laughs> Let's go. Kevin, what is the ice cream that you <laughs> bought recently? Oh, Lucy, do you have time for... Lucy, Taylor, do you guys have time for an ice cream story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Always. There's a place in downtown Hopkins called A to Z Creamery. Oh, yeah. I still haven't tried it because but, but, like, I've never tried to like get it, but I have heard nothing but incredible okay. things. Okay, so this is you guys are the perfect example of the classic millennial reaction to A to Z Creamery. So here's the deal. <laughs> They're Instagram famous, and they post these like beautiful pictures of their ice cream. How many followers are we talking? Thousands. What? Thousands. Wow. And... They one of Danny's uh Danny's little sister who is 24 years old was in a in a a, a, ta- a spin because Wednesday night at 8:45 p.m. she had forgotten to sign up for the lottery for the chance to buy this ice cream. Ooh, and so rookie she, mistake. She texts her mom. She texts her dad. She texts her brother. She texts Danny and me. She's like, everyone, I'm using your emails to sign up. Kevin, what's your email? <laughs> And so everyone else loses a lottery, and I get an email at nine ten that says, "Congratulations, Kevin! You've won the chance to win a, I mean, to buy a pint of ice cream." Yes. And they make me drive there in a twenty-minute yep. window from noon until twelve twenty to purchase an eighteen-dollar of pint ice cream. And it's $18. You Kevin, op- why are you so upset about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You open it up and it, it's supposed to be Oreo and pretzels. Oh, it was yeah. it was gray colored, like cement colored. Everything was one consistency. And I'm asking myself, there's no pretzels in there. I didn't get to try it. I'm hearing this through the grapevine. I had to deliver oh. it to okay, Dan. So da- <laughs> wow. I was just like Your complaints are unfounded. I dude. was it could have been so delish. <laughs> I was seething driving to down to Hopkins Oof. to pay for and I couldn't buy more than one pint. You have to buy only one pint and one pint only. Uh-huh. I know. If you don't get there in the twenty minute window, you lose your money and you can't pick up the ice cream. Oh, so you yeah. pay before you get there? Yes. Oh boy. Well, you should have asked but for Kevin, a scoop. You didn't get to try the ice cream. Yeah. Like, I think your opinion would have been changed had you tried the ice cream. <laughs> it's like the best ice cream. I don't... Why Why didn't they let you try... Okay, that, that's what seems cruel, is that they made you go all the way to get it, and you didn't even get any of the ice cream. Yeah, Danny's sister is cutthroat, no doubt about it. <laughs> she did the whole pint. So you guys are pro AZ Creamery, but anti-rolled ice cream. Or should I say Lucy's anti I don't... I think... I don't know. I don't have any strong feelings about rolled ice cream. I I've have... never actually tried it, so I there's I can't no really need say. to. <laughs> you know, I, believe, I believe that if you haven't tried the ice cream, you know, you yeah. don't really know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so <laughs> Taylor, but what also, kind of ice cream did you get from ice A to cream Z? Is a waste of time, and it's a waste of space on this earth. <laughs> rolled. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no doubt. Jeez. Unless you prefer to eat freezer burned things on purpose. Hey, some people might be into that. You know what? I won't yuck anybody else's yum, but like as far as like my lifestyle goes, like I am very anti-rolled ice cream. It is a waste of space that I will not make time for. Well, Lucy, I will send you a non-rolled ice cream as a thank you for coming on the pod. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Taylor. You get nothing. Wow. <laughs> awesome. That, you know what? That sounds like pretty on par with my life. So oh. oh no, we'll send you something. <laughs> we'll send you something. So, so sad. <laughs> For $18, I could send you both like four quarts of ice cream apiece from Cub Foods. But that would be disgusting. That would be bad ice cream. Yeah, it's not good ice cream. Like, you can't just like buy, like, yeah, like Kemp's. No, no. <laughs> We're anti Kemp's too? 
Wow, Lucy. You got the good stuff. Like at minimum, some Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Now we're talking. Okay, we'll send some Ben and Jerry pints over. Some Americone Thank dream. You. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, anything else before we let you guys go? Wait, Taylor, do you have so. a hot take? Oh, yeah, Taylor, do you have a... Yeah, hot take, Taylor. Um, Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches are the best sandwiches. Oh! And the only ones them are they people are... don't like either peanut, butters or, peanut butter or pickles. I agree with that, 100%. Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches are amazing. What yep. the... Okay, you... hang up on these two. <laughs> I gotta hang up quick. <laughs> <laughs> have you, but, like, have you tried them? No, because I have a functioning brain <laughs> you can't knock okay. it till you try it santana you has a functioning frontal cortex so he doesn't need to try how did you ever try that how did yeah, that, so how did that come, come about it's, like, it's a childhood um sandwich i don't know my mom like made them for us when we were kids because her mom made them for her and i just like oh. grew up with them and i didn't realize how uncommon they were until i brought them to school for lunch and i was mocked by very cruel <laughs> children and you know it's still happening today yeah you're so, right uh, sorry for bullying much has changed <laughs> we apologize for bullying yeah i'm sorry <laughs> uh, i tried it in high school because a friend like loved them and she's like they have a bath and i tried them i was like whoa also it's good as if you get like the like pickle like slices that are like um flat uh -huh. and you put peanut butter in between the two of them Ooh. then it's essentially peanut butter pickle sandwich with like pickle bread Hold the bread. also very good i would do that i would highly recommend both of you try it it's very delicious um you have to get the dill pickles not yes. the sweet ones absolutely oh. yeah yeah of course we don't talk about the sweet ones <laughs> okay good good glad we're all on the same page Great. i'm actually Great surprised news. i never tried these when i was a kid we were obsessed with pickles we would. Then you but, might really like you it. You would like it. Like, then. just give it a shot. Yeah. D did you guys ever make uh, pickle juice popsicles? No. What? No. Oh, that sounds good though. <laughs> elite, elite summertime snack. You gotta try it. Okay. Dang. I will. The the Sanchez traditions and the Wickland traditions is being passed through the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, the Gale tradition, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this. It's called a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's a Gale tradition. <laughs> you know, I feel like I might have heard of that somewhere. Yeah. Although my like best friend from college has, to this day, never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the reason the reason he has held out for this long is because he doesn't want to give it up as his fun fact. Oh, my God. Come on. That's Tell him to get over himself. <laughs> yep. Come on. He just won't. He won't do it. Uh, well, thanks for the hot takes. Last minute hot takes from Lucy and Taylor. Uh, so much appreciated. Anything for you guys, doctors. 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 Have a great afternoon, you two. You as well. Okay. Thanks for calling. Catch you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Swift hang up. Love it. Hilarious. Uh that was awesome. That was awesome. We've never had two for one. Yeah, it was great. That was so great. Peanut butter and pickles. I mean, I'm gonna try it. Don't get me wrong. Are you do you think you'll try it now? Oh, for sure. Okay. I literally would have never save it and and I'll try it with you. We can review it on next week's episode. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Great. When she first said we that, are, our content has dried up, so this is We perfect. need content <laughs> we're producing on the spot right now. <laughs> yeah, when she first said uh, peanut butter and pickle sandwich, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, okay, shout out to those two. Yep. Great guests. Yes. Um, I need a little beverage. Yeah, thirsty? Me too. How many people do you think listen to the podcast and just scrub through for that sound? <laughs> it's relaxing. Make it a white noise, bubbly openings. That's a great idea. All right, Kevin's Corner time. Next segment. Let's go. Kevin's Corner. Kevin's Corner. All right, what do you got for us? Kevin's Corner. Update on Kevin's life. Nice and simple. Great. Match day. I don't know if you heard. There was shocking news for match day. <laughs> Santana, get up. 
<laughs> Get your sounders. This just in. Kevin Gale matches to the University of Wisconsin, Madison. It's <laughs> perfect. How let's, long does <laughs> Let's go live to Kevin now. Kevin? <laughs> How long does it go, the sounder? That's it. Anyways, <laughs> it was uh it was tough, a lot of changes, but the update, the short update is my partner Danny was able to sign an intent to work as a PA at a dermatology clinic in Madison, Wisconsin. I know the kids are elated right now. The kids love it. That's very exciting. That's a huge update. When you think about moving to a different city, what are the big things? Job, housing, probably kids' school if you have kids. Those are the big ones, right? So we found awesome housing, found a job. Those are the big hurdles to to, to overcome moving to a different city. Hurdles. And I always said, you. like us as residents, we're going to get plugged into the system. All we have to do is show up every day and work hard, and we're going to become great docs. So I'm not worried about myself at the University of Wisconsin. Santana's currently checking out his skin as I'm telling this story. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's enthralled by my storytelling. <laughs> I look over, Santana's checking out his peeling skin. I'm put, pouring my heart and soul mm-hmm. onto this podcast. Okay. Let's move it along here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, update. That was update one. Found a That's job. a great update. Yep. And so right now in the process of getting a Wisconsin license, getting an Illinois license, and getting insurance to cover her licensees and then starting hopefully august 1st wow second update you know we found a sweet two-bedroom one-bathroom apartment within walking distance of the capital of wisconsin the madison state capital amazing the wisconsin state capital in madison (laughs) (laughs) yes wow um and so we're gonna be able to walk to the piano bar perform one hour a week walk to the uh madison Capital and do the farmers market on Saturday. (laughs) Thank you, Scott's Capital. Do the farmers markers on Saturday. Yeah, you can chain yourself to the door and protest. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. If you need to, it is getting very red in that state. Getting red. Maybe we can become swing voters. Isn't Wisconsin a swing state every once in a while? Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about that topic. I'm I'm asking, but I do know it has been a swing state in not the last presidential election, but the one before that. Ooh, swung to. Swung too far right. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, maybe you guys will even out the scales. Even out the scales. Two more voters. We're living very close to the humanist um, headquarters in Madison. Hey. Um, because I identify myself as an atheist and a humanist. Wow, double identification. Look at this guy. Double identification, baby. Uh, and basically, things are coming together. We just got... Things are coming together. Things are looking up. For we just the kid. got a bicycle for Danny. Oh my god! It's my mom's old bike. Oh my god! It's only going to cost two hundred dollars to really tune it up, get new tires, everything like that. So it's like a brand new bike for two hundred bucks. Wow! Isn't that great? Wow! But I mean, like that's Kevin's corner. Just that's a little, awesome. A little life update. We don't want short and sweet. Things are looking good. Things are looking great. And you're going to Peru in a tomorrow? Yes, graduation trip. That's so insane. Graduation president. Going to Peru tomorrow. That's so nuts. Coming back in 12 days after that. Did you watch... What were you going to watch? Come on, Santana. There's a movie about... Don't you listen. Something related to Peru. (laughs) I literally do not remember. Did you watch it? Well, I'll tell you what we have downloaded for our trip. Okay, let's hear it. Number one, we start off... As you said, we got to have something related to Peru. Mm-hmm. We downloaded The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> That's what you were thinking. That about. is what I was thinking. <laughs> that is what I was thinking. Noth- nothing more culturally fact- relevant. Yes, fact- fact-based, right? The Emperor's New Groove, the Disney film. <laughs> and then I was texting Franny, friend of the pod this morning. Mm-hmm. What else should we download? Like We have so much time, so much travel time. She said anything Pixar great idea of course so we downloaded onward one of the pixar films the new one have you ever no not too new pretty new yeah within like the past three years um maybe two years have you ever seen it no um have you ever seen the good dinosaur no also a pixar film wow can't stop (laughs) wait i can't also a pixar film 
Oops. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever uh, watched the other Pixar film that night ever seen? Luca. No, that's the new one. That's the new, new one. The new, yeah. the newest. No, uh, I've heard it's amazing. Uh, actually, the newest is Turning Red, which we've all seen. That's Pixar? Yeah. Oh, she. <laughs> that was a great movie. So, uh, Emperor's New Groove was the original movie for this trip. Yep. But um, all those other Pixar movies. Thank you, Franny, for the great suggestion. Which uh, which haven't you seen? Why didn't Pixar? you ask me, dude? Because, you know, you'd be like, John Wick 4, John Wick 3. John, John Wick 4 isn't even out yet, dude. Okay. <laughs> what the heck? Which Pixar movies have you seen most of them probably, right? Yeah. I but, haven't seen those three. Right. I mean, they're like some of the lowest ranked. I've never seen Brave. Pixar, also one of the lowest ranked Pixars mm. on Rotten Tomatoes. I've never seen. Which is controversial in itself, but. Uh, Monsters University? I have seen it. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. Um, you've probably seen the rest. Wat, Ratatouille, yep. Wally, yep. Up, yep. Toy Story 3, yep. Toy Story 4, yep. Coco. Yep. Yeah, I mean, all. I mean, we're talking about. What's next? Keep going. Oh, I'll go through. Okay, give me the yep. Toy Story. Duh. Bugs Life. Yes. Uh, TS2. Yep. Monsters, Inc. Yes, sir. Finding Nemo. Yeah. Incredibles. Yeah. Cars. Yes. Underrated. Uh, Cars 2. Yes. Not as good. <laughs> uh, Inside Out. Oh, one of the... So good. Finding Dory. Yes. Cars 3. Trash. Absolutely. <laughs> You've seen it though. So bad. It's so bad for real. I didn't like it. Uh, Incredibles two. Yep. Uh, Toy Story four. Oh, we asked about that one. Toy Story four. Saw Soul. It. Yes. Turning oh. red. Yep. So you, like Danny and I, have not seen the Good Dinosaur. No. Luca. No. Onward. No. That's why we downloaded them. Or and Brave. Yeah, and Brave. But we're not downloading Brave because she's already seen it. Oh, I see. But I haven't seen it either. Wow. So we're talking about rounding out our Pixar. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're talking about rounding out our Pixar uh, knowledge. Wow. <laughs> Are you uh, working on it? Practicing. <laughs> One more time. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. Kevin update for Kevin's Corner. Oh, I love it. That's it. Okay, what's next? Mailbag. Mailbag time. I got some mail let in me, the bag. Well, let me pull up the mailbag sounder then. No problem. Do you know why they call me the Do you the know count? why they call me the count? Huh? Because I love to count things. Oh, well, I am the mailman. Do you know why they call me the mailman? Because I have your mail here, huh? Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tuned out there for a little bit. <laughs> Mailbag question this week. Uh, so we're both. I just got back from a trip. You're about to go on a trip. Big yep. travel. Yep. Um, and so this is semi-related, or uh, this is 100% related. Yes. The uh, CDC, yes. I believe, also recently removed the mandate to wear masks on airplanes. Uh huh. Leaving from. U.S. airports. Yeah, it was... Uh, and entering U.S. airports. It was like two weeks, a week and a half before our graduation. Yeah. Very End of April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this question is basically... I'm going to paraphrase. Uh, do you think it's important to wear a mask on a plane? Are you planning on doing it? Mm. What do you think about the mandate being removed? Love this question. I'll go first, since I knew this question was coming in hot. Hit it. I so I did wear my mask. I've been on more planes in the last like month than like in the previous three years. Right. Uh, and I've worn a mask every single time. Uh, because I don't want to get COVID, and if I do have it, I don't want to cough right into my neighbor. You know, well, there's plenty of room on a plane. Oh yeah, <laughs> they make them especially spacious these days. Uh, so yeah, 100. percent I think people should still be wearing their little masks. It's, I don't know, maybe we're more used to it because for our jobs we wear masks for like eight hours a day at minimum. Right. Um, but it's just so easy, and they've been shown 
to reduce transmission and you know just taking a little little easy step to potentially save somebody from missing work or having to be hospitalized why not why not especially if you're on a tube with like 200 people like there can't be many places that are a higher risk than on an airplane right um and i think it's weird that, that they was... removed the the mandate yeah i don't i'll let you go everything you say agreed ditto preaching into the choir I don't, you know, obviously, you know, you and I don't work at the CDC. I don't know what data was behind that decision Mm -hmm. to to remove that recommendation. Um, But yes, we are going to wear masks on the way to Peru. um, Nice. Because, like you said, we're not going to, you don't have to test to leave the country to go someplace else. Right. So what if we are asymptomatic carriers and we're spreading the virus somehow? Exactly. We might as, as well wear a mask because it's such an easy thing to do so easy right and you will have to get tested to come back so exactly that's probably your riskiest time is on those airplanes yeah but i probably won't wear a mask on the way back because if i get covid i don't really care at that point because i have nothing to do until residency what oh i got on the way back i see well what if you have oh but you'll get tested yeah it'll be negative right oh interesting i'll be negative on the way back because i've just gotten tested within 24 hours Interesting. And and I just know I don't know. I probably won't wear it, just to be honest. But if you were sitting next to me and you're like, Kevin, put that mask on, like on the way back, I'm like, yeah, no problem. Makes sense. No problem. Easy. Nobody's gonna do that. No, no one's gonna do that. <laughs> so uh, might tell you to take it off. It's a great question though. Good mailbag question. Right? Um I think remember at the beginning of pandemic they were talking about the places where the COVID is spread easily, and it was planes and choirs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they would show outbreaks of and how close people would be sitting on planes. And so, yes, if somebody's coughing next to you and they have COVID, there's a high likelihood you're going to get it. Neither of you are wearing masks. Right. And if both of you are wearing masks, there's a high likelihood that you wouldn't get it. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> well said. Uh, yeah, and... Cases of COVID are on the rise in many places throughout this nation. Yep. So, like, is there going to be a point where they have to re... If it, if the trend continu- continues, is there a point where they will have to reinstitute this policy? Maybe. Yeah. It's just awkward. Right. Because then there's, like... I mean, then there are mixed messages. Yeah, exactly. And that was like one of the big complaints from uh, a lot of people at the beginning of COVID that the CDC kept giving mixed messages. Right. You have to wear masks indoors. You don't have to wear masks indoors. You have to wear masks outside. You don't have to wear masks outside. Right. Like, if you just keep it as a, a CDC policy at airports and at planes, like you're saying, less confusion, less anger. Less confusion, less anger. And so I don't know, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's all about. COVID's still around, at least for now. So. I mean, I'm going to be wearing my little mask on the airplane, dude. What the heck? Easy thing to do, right? <laughs> uh, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Should I hit the end of the thing? Yeah, hit it. And that's the... Oops. And that's the mailbag. That's the mailbag right there. The end of the mail. Do you know why they call me the count? Because mm-hmm. I love to count things. Oh, well, I am the mailman. Do you know why they call me the mailman? Because I have your mail here, huh? Wonderful. There you go. And that, and with that, the podcast has ended. Oh, uh, wait, I have one more thing I want to oh, okay. read Never about mind. the masks. I take it back. I thought I couldn't find it. This is from 538.com. Oh, one of your fave websites. It is one of my favorite, and they have a... Uh, uh, a lot of information on COVID, and one of them is our, how effective are masks. Mm. Masks still work even if you're the only one using them, and they expand as a short paragraph. With the elimination of mask mandates from most schools, public buildings, and even planes, you can no longer rely on community masking to reduce risk in a mm. large systemic way. The good news is that one-way masking is still useful. Even if you're the only person masked up at the gym or your office, or on a flight, you are still protecting yourself more than you would be without a mask. Mm-hmm. A study from before the pandemic found that average people using an N95 can block their exposure to about 80% of airborne particles. 
If you are someone with a high risk of serious COVID side effects, you might want to consider adding a face shield on top of a mask. So, like you're saying, I'm an old person, maybe some other comorbidities. I'm getting on a plane. I can wear an N95 and a face shield, and yeah. I'm going to be still safe, even if no one else on the plane's wearing it. Right. You really increase... Uh, yeah, your level of safety. Yeah, exactly. Really decrease the risk of... And I'm not... This isn't groundbreaking, but it's worth worth reading. Yeah, I mean, we've been... We've heard this... <laughs> for two years. For two years. And that's the mailbag. Do you know why? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Won't. already played it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the podcast. That's the pod. <laughs> Woo! Oh, boy. I love the pod. I know... Oh, here we go. Here we Final go. Final thoughts on podcast through med school. Here we go. I know we said we were going to do an episode <laughs> from the graduation. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Don't, uh, don't get me riled up. I'm, I'm getting not, depressed even bringing up the topic. I'm just coming on here to apologize to all the <laughs> listeners, but most of all, to apologize to my co-host and good friend. <laughs> Dr. Kevin Gale. Apology accepted, Santana. I was heartbroken for 24 hours. I know. I know. I really was. We were just standing out there clowning in line. It would have been perfect. It, I know. I got cold feet. <laughs> no, you said I wanted to be in the moment and enjoy the moment. Yes. I un- I can understand that. Where I'm always, tw- I want to clown 24-7. Yeah. Kevin Maximal wants- clown. Get me out of the moment. <laughs> No big deal. That's why we potted today, though. It's been too long. It really has. And you're about to be out of town, so it's going to be another, weeks. another break. I'll give you... We got a couple updates coming up afterwards. The Peru update. Ooh. And then what else did we tease? Uh... The peanut butter pickle sandwich update, Santana. How yeah. did you forget well, so quick? Uh, <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> I think we should eat the sandwiches live. Okay, sure. I love oh, it. No yeah, this podcast is drying up. Exactly. We need content. We'll eat right Maybe we'll the- start a live stream for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have negative viewers? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> uh, that's the pod. All right. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out. Shout out to Lucy. Shout out to the best. Shout out to Chuck Levin's Washington Music Center. Shout out to Bubbly. Shout out, Bubbly. And that's a podcast. Hit us up. Uh, like we say every week, a bird, bird in the hand, hand is worth two in the bush. bush. See ya. <laughs>